Here's our spy movie news for August 24th, 2021. Amazon and MGM, Fast and Loose, Argyle, Mission Impossible 7, James Bond, Say What? Martin Campbell, The Gray Man, and Industry News. Hi, this is Dan Silvestri with SpyMovieNavigator.com and our Cracking the Code of Spy Movie show. Let's go. All right, let's start off with some James Bond news. One big announcement is the solidification of the official premiere for No Time to Die. We've been watching for this announcement for a while, and we've been reading different dates, but the official James Bond Twitter account has announced that No Time to Die will have its official premiere on September 28th at Royal Albert Hall in London, and that Daniel Craig, Michael G. Wilson, Barbara Broccoli, and director Carrie Joji Fukunaga will attend the premiere. Royal Albert Hall was originally going to be the premiere site with the earlier premiere dates that had to be delayed due to the COVID pandemic. We'd been speculating the 28th at the Royal Albert Hall, but we thought we were wrong because two other events are scheduled there on the 28th of September. So this surprised us a bit. Anyway, this is great news, confirmed by the official 007 folks, the Eon production people. One release date change announced, however, at this point only affects Australia. No Time to Die has pushed the release date in Australia from September 30th to November 11th due to the current COVID situation there. This probably makes sense, but really makes it tough on the James Bond fans there. Of course, this may open the door to other release date changes as well, as the global COVID situation is assessed. All right, more on James Bond, but say what? Okay, tell us if this makes any sense at all. You're getting ready to release the last Daniel Craig James Bond movie. Kids who couldn't drive to see Spectre in the United States because they were not yet 16 when that movie came out and thus didn't have a driver's license, will now be able to stop for a beer (laughs) on the way home as they will be older than the 21-year-old drinking age here when they go see No Time to Die. And you're going to make it hard for them to stream all of the Daniel Craig Bond movies in advance of No Time to Die's release because that's what's going on. Is anyone involved in marketing thinking at all here? Left hand. Meet right hand as we slap our forehead with both. We usually watch the last few Bond movies before we go see the new one. That's especially true for this one as it's supposed to tie up the Daniel Craig arc that rebooted the series. Add that to the six-year gap between releases and a refresher could be helpful. Mike Reyes has a great article talking about what Daniel Craig Bond movies are available for streaming. Amazingly, you can't see them all on one platform. Casino Royale 2006 and Quantum of Solace 2008 are leaving Netflix at the end of August. Ah, What's going on here? They should be hyping the Daniel Craig movies so that people want to see how the arc ends. At least that's our opinion. That said, read Mike's article as it points you to where each is available for streaming. And they are not all in one place. Make it hard on us. Yikes. All right, industry news. AMC Theaters has reached a deal with Warner Brothers to shorten the theatrical window. Just as Warner Brothers did with Cineworld, they reached a deal to release their slate of movies in 2022 with AMC with a 45-day theatrical window. We've commented on quite a few of these deals as the industry is dealing with COVID-19 and the strong demand for streaming content. We're happy to see this, as we prefer to see movies in a theater first. That is the best experience, in our opinion. 
Labor unions oppose Amazon MGM takeover. In the last few newscasts, we've been talking about the Amazon MGM takeover. Well, an article by Todd Spangler on Variety.com tells us that four major labor unions, which represent close to 4 million people, want the FTC to say no to the deal. They've sent a letter to the FTC and are asking for the stoppage of the deal because they don't want Amazon to gain more power and are worried about anti-competitive business practices. They claim Amazon has a history of gaining market share with unfair and anti-competitive practices. The unions involved are the Service Employees International Union, the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, the Communications Workers of America, and United Farm Workers. This is going to get interesting. Can the opposition keep Amazon from the takeover? We'll have to wait and see. Scarlett Johansson lawsuit against Disney update. This one's getting interesting. In our last Buy Movie newscast, we asked if Disney's decision to stream Black Widow could hurt theater sales. Well, Scarlett Johansson thinks it did and that it has cost her some income. In her lawsuit, she claims that the simultaneous streaming and the theatrical release hurt her revenue per her contract. And it says this day and date released by Disney was in direct violation of her contract which required an exclusive theatrical release. Day and date, by the way, is an industry term for movies that simultaneously release in theaters and streaming. Now, in her contract, a large part of her salary is tied to the box office success of the movie. <laughs> she claims that she tried to renegotiate her contract once Disney decided to simultaneously distribute the movie, but Disney didn't respond to her then. After the lawsuit was filed, Disney wrote what we think was a nasty response, including letting us know how much Scarlett has made from the movie. That isn't the way to endear yourself to talent. <laughs> if they keep this up, will other talents stay away from Disney? Disney said the lawsuit was, quote, especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, unquote. Well, we think that might have been a little out of line. If this is just a contract dispute and her contract had a theatrical release window, this lawsuit could get interesting. I, we're not lawyers, but wow. Especially if she did try to renegotiate. Warner Brothers avoided this mess by renegotiating its contracts with its talent. Disney may be wishing they did too, as other talent is looking closely at this case. If you want to dive deeper into this lawsuit and people's reactions to it, there have been a lot of articles written about this lawsuit on CinemaBlend.com and Hollywood Reporter, with each of them giving numerous people's reactions to the suit. Now we are hearing that Disney wants to move the case to arbitration in New York instead of the current Los Angeles courts. This would keep the proceedings confidential. Johansson and her legal team are asserting that the company's most recent move is an attempt to, quote, hide its misconduct in a confidential arbitration, unquote. We'll keep an eye on this one and let you know what happens. Fast and Loose. Will Smith has signed up for a Netflix movie titled Fast and Loose, which sounds like it has some similarities to Born Identity. According to an article on CinemaBlend.com, Smith's character wakes up and can't remember anything. He has to piece together what appear to be two different former lives, one as a CIA agent. Sound familiar, Born fans? Well, the twist here is that his other life was a crime kingpin. All right. Which is his real life? We'll need to wait for Fast and Loose to be released to find out. Argyle. In last month's Buy Movie News, we told you that the book Argyle is being made into a movie directed by Matthew Vaughn of the Kingsman series. 
The star-studded cast includes Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Samuel Jackson, and more. This month, we read in an article by Sarah L. Mahmood that Apple Original Films has a $200 million deal that they are trying to wrap up for Argyle. So, this one looks like it's going to land on Apple TV+. We really missed the big screen experience. Argyle, like the Gray Man, is supposed to be a series of books creating a spy franchise. Given that Henry Cavill is one of the names we see bandied about to become the next James Bond, if Argyle takes off, that could be the end of that idea or a very hard call for Cavill to make. (laughs) Mission Impossible 7, Rebecca Ferguson raps. Yeah, although the movie hasn't wrapped filming, the seemingly endless filming of Mission Impossible 7 continues. An article on CinemaBlend.com shows an Instagram post from Rebecca Ferguson where she says she's wrapped her part in Mission Impossible 7. There's a nice picture in the article taken by Christopher McQuarrie of her and Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible 7 has been filming for about a year now. The pandemic has thrown a large monkey wrench into the production schedule. Remember, they're supposed to be filming Mission Impossible 8 fairly soon after 7 wraps. Talk about a strain on the cast and crew's schedule. Wow. We're certain they will be quite relieved when this is over. Macquarie thanks the crew. In a related article, Christopher Macquarie posted an Instagram with a shout-out to first AD Mary Bolding hitting her 100th day in that role for Mission Impossible 7. The article points out that most movies are done filming in less than 100 days, so this is a big deal. It's great to see the director call out crew members, especially as the end of a filming is in sight. We see so many articles with people talking about the actors who are important, but the crew often doesn't get the same treatment. So kudos to Chris for acknowledging Mary Bolding and kudos to all the cast and crew for sticking with this impossible filming schedule due to the pandemic. The Gray Man wraps filming. We've been talking about The Gray Man for a while now. This is the Russo Brothers movie with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans based on the Mark Graney novel of the same name. Well, Rich Knight has an article that tells us that The Gray Man has wrapped, as everything except Mission Impossible seems to be doing. This is a Netflix production. As we've discussed before, so far there are nine books in The Gray Man series, and assuming the first Netflix one is a success, Netflix plans to continue making The Gray Man movies. As a reference, 25 James Bond movies, including No Time to Die, have been produced by Ian Productions based on Ian Fleming's 12 James Bond novels and two short story collections. Following that example might be a good idea. There might be lots of Gray Man movies in the future. All that said, the important thing is that they've wrapped the movie, but have not set a release date yet. Will Martin Campbell direct another James Bond movie? Oh, wow. According to an article by Jamil David on CinemaBlend.com, Casino Royale and GoldenEye director Martin Campbell was asked on a Reddit AMA if he'd consider doing another James Bond movie. His response was, yes, I would. I love the franchise, and it would be with a new Bond, which is always interesting, especially given my two Bond movies had different Bonds. Yeah, he had Pierce Brosnan and, of course, Daniel Craig. We'd love to see that. Campbell's current movie is The Protégé, which was just released to the U.S. theaters this past weekend. That movie is about the world's most skilled contract killer. And we have a quick-fire, no-spoilers podcast out on The Protégé already. So check it out. In memoriam, Alex Cord. We're sad to report the passing of actor Alex Cord. Although probably best known for playing Archangel on the TV show Airwolf, 
Alex was also one of the leads in the 1992 spy movie CIA Codename Alexa and Mark Tarlov. We also lost Mark Tarlov. In the spy world, he was a producer on The Man Who Knew Too Little. And Dan Neese, cinematographer and cameraman Dan Neese, also passed this month. Neese was a prolific cameraman and cinematographer with more than 180 credits, according to IMDb. We like to highlight that Dan was a Steadicam operator on the 1992 Columbo episode titled No Time to Die. Wow. Okay, that's a wrap. Follow us on Facebook. Join our private Facebook group, the worldwide community of spy movie fans. And follow us on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, too. Important. Give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. Help us out. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.